Hey everybody, welcome back to Garage Time. Let's get into it. Yes, welcome back everybody. Welcome back to Garage Time. Hope you guys had a great week, great weekend. Alex, hope you had a great week, great weekend. I did. How was I did. it? It was good. I mean, we're, we're it's get some low monotonous after a while. It's it's COVID weekend. It's it, even outside of that, it's January weekends, which is almost even worse. Yeah, nothing it's, uh, to do, nowhere to go. Tough sledding, tough sledding. You can't then, even uh, sled. There's no snow. That's a good point. I was talking to Talking to the wife about that. We haven't taken our boys sledding. And I'm like looking outside. I'm like, well, I don't uh, I don't think we're going to get to it. I mean, unless we just want to throw them down a muddy hill, which I may or may probably not have be done that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I don't do the laundry, so I can't really give the mm. definitive yay or nay on that. But bleach. it's about our only option. White clothes, and then you just bleach them when they're done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you probably just throw them away, to be honest. Uh, There's that. It is actually, in fact, snowing right now. Before we hit record, I looked outside and there was a nice dusting all over the place. Yeah, so, so I just let the dog out before we started this. And I went, ah, snowing. Oh, yeah. shit. Sure. Oh, shit. Can't wait for it to be 36 degrees tomorrow. Hmm. And it just make my backyard mud and the mm-hmm. dog to bring it in and just my blood pressure to elevate. It's a thing. It's a whole mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And... It's to be fair, it's a it's a absolute pain in the ass. Absolutely. I mean it sounds like it. Um but I don't know. En- enough enough negative, right? Enough negative. It's twenty twenty one. Um where things are coming and going. I, there's like so many things that like I would normally say right here. Um, but we don't want to talk about these things. We we've made a conscious decision to not bring them up and to not talk about them. So we're not gonna, but it's the only fucking thing that is permeating any airwaves or any consciousness, whether you're on that side or this side, or you're in the middle. I mean, it's on like really just like, it's it's like I'm a kid who broke a window with a baseball that like I haven't waiting. been caught yet, and I don't want to say anything about it. But like, but you really, only, really kind of want to. It's the only fucking thing in my mind, and I'm like, just don't fucking say it. But but it's right there. What else am I going to talk about? Uh, you like the? It's like that meme with the kid who's flexing really hard. Exactly. His head, his face is red, and his exactly. neck's bulging. Yeah. Exactly. But so do you do you know who Ray Dunn is? I know the name. So Ray Dunn, I didn't know this until I you learn this when you get married. So you're gonna this will be a step you'll be a step ahead. Ray Dunn is a person. I don't know if it's a guy or a girl or if it's just like a pen name. Uh but they make like uh mugs, like coffee mugs. Coffee mugs, plates, uh dog dishes. Is it like a person? Or is it like a brand? Name? So it's a brand. I think it may oh. be a person, but uh, six of one, half dozen of the other. But they make, uh, they're like 
I don't want to say collectibles, but they are. Um, but women love this shit, so it's like it's a coffee mug here. So I, I gotta. Don't worry, we. I am drinking everyone, but I, I've got a coffee. It is ten forty-two, and I am an old uh-huh. man, so it's like uh-huh. a, it's like a non, uh, symmetrical, like uh, mm-hmm. I can pottery, see, I can see right? some weird flat edges. Yeah, on it through the but game. like on purpose, and it's mm-hmm. got um. Thin, and for anyone listening, I'm doing a great job at describing this, thin black text. And I'll say, like, this one says coffee. Mm-hmm. We have other ones that say uh, early bird, soccer mom. Like, so you can buy all these other things. We've got, mm-hmm. like, you know, like a milk craft that, of course, gets no milk in it. It's Correct. just exists in our home. Add this to the holy shit, someone came up with this and now, like, you, honestly, this is like how the Florida Man segment went. While I'm talking about this, pull up, pull up eBay or whatever e-commerce site and type in, R. I think it's R-A-E-D-U-N-N. Of course it is. Of course it is. And just, you know, this shit, you know, the stuff it goes for and then you're looking and you're like, yeah, you sure about that? Yeah, I see on here uh, twenty three to fifty five dollars, and they appear to be things that hold maybe some sugar. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Or well, I mean, I suppose the one that says tea must and only can hold tea. Yeah, so the there's one that a says flour. rice can only I, hold rice. I know these things well. I have a flour, sugar, and coffee one on top of my refrigerator. Now you can't get any of the coffee ones; those are all out. Um, I should fucking sell it because we don't put coffee in it. Well, see, there you go. And it, they're charging 55 on eBay and you can't even get them. You could upcharge this That's at right. least 100%. That's right. I'm going to hang on to it like my fucking Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card I don't have. I mean, that would be nice. Do you think these Sorry, are going to go up in, in in further in, in value? Think we're going to uh, astronomically? What are those Christmas teddy bears that our grandpa used to have? That he kept saying we're going to go up through the Macy's Bears, the Macy's Teddy's Bears, Teddy's Bears. Teddy, Teddy, is it Teddy Bear? No, I, I don't know. know. I mean, I guess it's all about like supply and demand. So if I make three of these mugs and that's it, uh, you know, chances are good that I'll find someone who wants to buy them. I don't know. But like if you if you look it up, like go on Instagram. My My wife has done this when she's. So she's asked, like, well, can I get this? I'm like, sure, whatever. You like it. I I don't care. But she always feels like in something like this, and bless her heart, you know, she wants to just kind of show, like, but, like, look, you don't understand what it is. I just, Mm -hmm. it's all look. She's like, but look at what some of these, these, you know, women's collections are. And it's just whole fucking wall, uh, like, china cabinets. And it's just full of them. Yeah, and and as I look through these, like, so my first question is, Am I required to put what it says on the thing in the thing, right? Because what I mean, if no. I don't, what if, well, right, but then we're getting confusing here. Now my guests have to look, is this flour or granulated yes, so, sugar yes. in so here? If you, if you have Salt? a flour or a sugar colander or whatever you would call them, yes. Uh, in a coffee mug, you know, I have one that says coffee. I have one that says you know, early bird. I do not I'm, put birds in that coffee mug. I'm looking at one right now, a coffee mug that says jelly beans. That not makes only, absolutely no sense. No, I mean, I don't like, that's not even talking about somebody. Yeah, I know. Or like it action. doesn't, it's just, that one, 
I don't know. That, Jelly beans. But it's because we're not like that's not our medium, right? That's not our thing. I mean, I didn't think it would be anybody's medium. But this shit is like so smart, right? Like wh- whomever this person is, they kind of made it and it's like this niche thing. But then like once it kind of got traction, presumably I think this is how it went. And if it isn't, this is how this is how as we do here on Garage Time, this is henceforth this is how the business uh trajectory has has gone right Mm. we like to rewrite history here but so it it catches on and people like it and that's cool and then they start like putting out sets and and, you know it's like the it's like an earworm in people like well i gotta have the set they release it as this i can't just have coffee and flour i need sugar damn it you're like well why we don't even keep sugar out because it came in a set Mm -hmm. and then you know, you put like a limited amount and then holy shit. I I got another problem with these. It's, the writing's only on one side. This is true. So you, so you have to make a decision. Those who are right-handed, nobody else in the world will see your very fun text, your early bird text that is on your coffee mug because it will face you when you drink it. Unless you want to be some crazy person and be right-handed and drink with your left hand when you don't have to. Oh, God. Or if you're left-handed, you never get to see any of your beautiful, fun knickknacks that you bought because they will always face away from you. Yeah, you I mean, I them. think I think what they kind of did with that, though, um, and uh, here on uh, the Home Pottery Network, we're going to go to commercial mm-hmm. break right after this part, mm-hmm. but uh, that's why they made it like all fucking wonky, right? The shape of it, like as you see it, and it's like right done. And then the people who know it and who give a shit, Presumably, oh, what does it the say? Wife, they're gonna be like, "Oh my God, Ray Dunn, which one is it?" And then, yeah. like, who fucking cares which way it's facing? But like, in full disclosure, I didn't know this is one of those things that like I didn't know if I could use them. Mm. Oh yeah, right? no, so like the, she the, bought the, them, and I'm like, "Yeah, cool. This is like you're really pumped about getting them." And she searches them out, and she, God bless, God bless my wife because she's like the best bargain hunter. Like I could be like, "Here's a thousand dollars. Go buy fucking whatever you want." Like. That you and she'll be like, okay, and then she'll come home and she'll have like, well, I wanted to get this, but you know, it wasn't on sale, so I worked and I found this, and so she'll do that with this. And uh, but you know, it's her thing. I didn't want to be the dumbass husband. She comes downstairs on a Sunday, like, what the fuck are you doing? You you thought you were in embroidered hand towels territory that Dude. are only used for guests. That's where you thought yeah. you were gonna end yeah, up. Yeah, man, because like we do that and we get yelled at and we're like, okay, mm-hmm. what's well, a towel? Mm-hmm. And a towel's sole purpose in life is to dry your hands. And Wrong. you, and you put it out on the drying rack with no other towel there anyway. So what am I supposed to use? But she, I, like one time I think they were like all dirty or like she made, I think she made me a coffee and I was like, is this cool. a test? This is a trick. Is this a test? Like I can, we can do that? She's like, yeah, they're coffee mugs. I'm like, God. Well, they're coffee mugs, damn it. Hey, so so this just made me think of something. You know what I feel like the biggest scam is in the condiment spice category and dishware category is whoever paired. Now, this is something salt, I'm very passionate about, so I'm excited to hear this. Salt and pepper canisters together. It's not so much the seasonings themselves being paired together. as that somebody decided that we went... A, you need ready access to these. Oh, you to mean these. like the the pre-filled ones? Yeah, the shakers, then, and then 
Somebody's decided that A, these seasonings need to be paired together immediately, and you need quick draw access to them anywhere in your house. Like, why wasn't it turmeric and rosemary grinds? Why, I mean, salt and pepper? And then the, the fact that, no, only these two get quick draw containers and little little wooden holsters that you can place strategically throughout your house like they were pistols buried in a popcorn thing that you could pull out for an intruder. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just because for the longest time, um, the demographic, let me say this very um, astutely uh, so our lawyers don't have to come track me down. I believe the demographic that was in charge of this um, was under the assumption that salt and pepper was just fine and any more would make the chicken too spicy. Ah, the only the only spices available. Yes, too spicy. We don't. Mm. Uh, it's probably why. Um, I think if I'm remembering correctly, uh, they would keep raisins next to um, the potato like, salad yeah, fillings. Yeah, next to like mm. the mayonnaise, mm-hmm. because naturally they would think, well, if I'm buying the mayonnaise for the potato salad, ipso facto, I need fucking raisins That's because. Correct. So as as a as a species, you evolve, and so I think we're kind of really at the the dawn and the break point of this evolution of mm. okay, paprika, good. Oh, very good. Right, like it on deviled eggs. Truth be told, garlic is you know the old faithful. Mm-hmm. Paprika is like a strong like number two, right? Big if fan. garlic is understood, like garlic goes on. And you're like, well, what other? You get one more. Paprikas. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to chicken. Little little smoked pep on there? Yeah, come, come on. Can't, I don't know. You really no, every, you know, half you listening out there, don't don't be afraid. Yeah. Seasonings Experiment. are your friend. Just if you if you're scared about spice, stay away from the chilies, maybe. Everything else, you'll be alright. It'll make it. So you don't, you don't have to go back to your pre programmed uh DNA of just Salt. Everything's fine. So, uh, piggybacking off that uh, and getting into something else that Americans just inherently ruin whenever something happens in this world. Uh, So, there's a new word that is uh, penetrating the internet space. Uh, And I discovered it the other day and then was reminded of it today. And I'm, I'm actually upset that I have this information in my head. So now I'm going to make you and our listeners upset because they are now going to have this information. In their right. head. So the word is nussy, N-U-S-S-Y. And it is nussy. A, a combination of nose and pussy. Cause you know, one and one and one. <laughs> Why makes fucking two. not? Yeah. Uh, and so th- this is, this is sprung out of people, uh, uh, I guess fetishizing, fetishizing, um, getting COVID exams, having the Q-tip jammed up your nose in such a way that that has become a fun and uh, almost pleasurable activity, if you will. Uh, and so this is divulged into people going to get these exams and tests, not because they're scared or think they have contracted the disease, but more just for fun and pleasure. And so now we have a word that has poisoned my mind. So, it doesn't make sense, though. Like, I feel like I'm on scripts right now. Mm-hmm. Country of origin. 
American. Any alternate pronunciations? Could you use it in the sentence, please? I went to the COVID exam to get my nussy fondled. Oh, so it's a n- okay. So it's a nose pussy is what they're saying. I, I think that's what they're getting at. I got you. I don't um, think it's they're hoping for both at the same time and separately, but I think it's a combination of we're just calling our nose this now. So I'll tell you one thing. Um, this is. I'm pretty confident in saying this is one of the things that led to Sodom and Gomorrah being wiped off mm. the face of the earth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we had better tread lightly. I I don't. Uh, I mean, I, I've had it done. You've had it done. Mm-hmm. And it felt like I had uh, a small hose. Like, you know, like when you jump in a pool and you get like a lot of water up your nose. Yup. That's what it felt like, but like in a concentrated sense, like my yep. whole, like it all wasn't filled with it, but this small line and my eyes just, I couldn't, they couldn't stop water. Immediate like water works. Five minutes. Yep. Oh uh, yeah. So I don't, I mean, but you know, this is the same species that, you know, people like women in high heels, not because of how it looks, but because they like getting their, you know, Johnson stomped on. So I can't, that is correct. I can't allow myself to go down that rabbit hole of like, well, this doesn't make sense. Cause really, do I want to fucking ask that question? Because take a number, right? True. There's a long list of what the fucks that need to be discussed before we get people getting, you know, six inch Q-tip swabs up their nose. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'd almost say I'm surprised. I suppose I'm really not. Um, I'm not surprised. This whole I'm, world is weird right now, man. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. so, you know, like on Instagram, there's like, um, so there's the, used to be called the popular pages. I don't know what they call it now. I think it's explore or something yeah, like so that. So there's the search thing and like mm-hmm. you go through and, you know, I think we, I waxed poetically about, you know, TikTok and reels and these weird dances where people point at the air and words are, yeah. Yeah. And they're like the most like benign fucking things. Like there was one today, I get so like matter of fact with them. There was one, some woman was doing a voiceover about whatever. And it's and the words above it said, you know, 10 months my first 10 months as a real estate broker and I just grossed 3 million in sales compared to when I was a broke stay-at-home mom. And I'm like, all right, so 3 million in sales, sales being the operative word, mm. and it's normally 6% commission, 25 to 3% for selling, 25 and 3% for purchasing agent. So if it's 2.5% on 3 million sales for the year, that's $75,000. And if it's 3%, that's $90,000. Good for you, but you know, yeah. pre-taxes, but nice. Welcome to middle fucking America. Like, but right. so, so that's kind of the, it's not my depth, right? That's not mm. made for me, but in scrolling, you know, you got the pictures and then there'll be like the bigger window. That's a video that automatically plays. There was one and it's like a, like a makeup girl, like a girl that looks, she's got like this area done and a vanity that looks like she does makeup tutorials. She had some weird fucking name, like glitter or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that all tracks, you know, they do the thing where like they're standing around and they'll snap their fingers and like, it'll, the scene will change. She did that and she took her fucking teeth out. 
And I'm like, oh, I gotta click on this. I gotta see what the fuck is happening. Where are we going here? So this is presumably, you know, a relatively attractive young woman. Mm. Just, just a woman, lots of makeup on her face, and then she takes her fucking dentures out, and she's probably thirty. And so now I'm looking at the comment and or like what she is commenting on it, and it says normalized dentures. And I'm like, I mean. Is is it like unnormalized? Yeah, was that a problem prior? Is this like a thing? Is it like maybe it is? And I guess I guess I maybe stick. And for, I'm not trying to stigmatize it. Mm. I just wasn't like pre- prepared. And this is yeah. what it, more what I'm getting at is. I open Instagram and it's the fucking wild west, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm gonna see on there. No, I mean and, you learn the, the old adage: you learn something new every day. At, I don't know that it's welcomed information. Nussi has poisoned my mind. Not that I shame anybody for enjoying what they enjoy, but I didn't particularly need to know that. <laughs> I mean, I, it's now taking space up in my gray matter that I, I probably could have been used yeah, for something you can't else. Get that. You can't get that out. Mm-mm, no. It's in there forever. Yep. I just... I feel, I feel like Tommy Lee Jones at the end of No Country for Old Men. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just realizing, no matter how fucking hard I fight, that just, this just isn't the same world. Nope. Right? Like, just, you know, go along with it, understand what I don't understand, and just wait for myself to die. Yep. I that might be a it. bit overboard, but I got to just get with it. I got to stop dissecting 36-year-old moms doing tiktok dances or just i mean i don't know you almost want to say it's the analytical mind of us almost college educated folks and we'll i don't know but i don't think it is i think it's just i don't some somebody will say something you just go that that was a thing that was a thing that that happens that people are concerned about i mean okay but i mean that's news to me normalized dentures man Hey, you know, stop discriminating. That's what I always folks. say. That's what I always say. Actually, I'll I'll put a pause here because now I do actually have a comment. I just got riled up just for a second. <laughs> I just got. I'll hot. tell you another thing. <laughs> Normalized dentures, not necessarily opposed to it, except for the one caveat. It's the people. Generally, this is for older folks have dentures, and when they click them in and out of position in their mouth, and you can hear the slopping around oh, yes, of it yes. bouncing around. I will hit you directly in the mouth. Yeah. You'll need to get new dentures for yeah. your dentures. Yeah. You'll need to get gum replacements and then new okay. dentures on top of that. Yeah, you, let's I normalize you doing that. Let's normalize uh personal boundaries, uh mm. common spaces and just a modicum of etiquette, right? Agreed. You know. Should, the, should we make it How can we make that into a TikTok? Cuz that's how we get it to the youth. I think what we do is we just stand somewhere and we bounce on like one leg, right? Like kicking a hip out. Yeah. And I'll point towards my left shoulder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'll have like this wry smile, like this little purse lip, like looking out that side of my face, like, mm-hmm. oh, I got some more for you. And I'll point down. I'll point to another spot. And then in post production, we'll put like some words on there, right? Okay. I like this idea. Yeah. Don't fucking click your dentures around me. Don't talk on speakerphone in the grocery store line. Mm-hmm. Don't Chewed fucking your fucking mouth closed. Guy at the gas station the other day that was talking to the clerk, 
And then was saying, I bet all these people behind me just wish I would shut the fuck up and get going and kept laughing. But then at the same time, kept doing the thing that he was assuming we were already so fucking pissed about. Yes, we are. No, this isn't endearing. Please move it along. It's 29 degrees. That rough, sounds like a, a banger to rough, me. Rough draft, right? But, you know, we'll see. That sounds great to me. Garage time TikTok coming. Hey. We got a Patreon we're working on setting up. Maybe we'll, that'll be... You don't get them for free. You got to pay for right. that type of exclusive content top, right there. It's like a top tier. Us just getting blackout drunk singing Louie Louie in my garage at four in the morning. Hey. That's what everybody we're here knows for, what, everybody. That's what, everybody knows what we're here for. Yeah, exactly. I, I got to get out of this because we're going to fall down a hole. Did, so I sent you a link earlier this week. Did you read it? The I one did. about Columbia? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it wasn't as it wasn't as cool as I thought it was going to be. The that, title definitely dude, the headline was the, the coolest fucking yeah. headline ever, right? It's, yeah, it's going to be the headline of this podcast because it's so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Cocaine hippos. I'm like, oh, you have my attention. Sold. <laughs> Proceed. Yes. Yes, Continue. please. Where can I find them? Yes. And so the co- so for those of you listening, if you haven't put it together, cocaine hippos, uh, Pablo Escobar. Flew in like, you know, he turned into like Noah, right? Mm-hmm. Two of everything. And he brought over, so uh, tons of, you know, tigers, lions, blah, 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 all that bullshit. And he brought over four hippos. One male and three female, I think is yeah, what it was. Something like that, yeah. And then when he got killed, uh, the Colombian government got rid of, you know, a bunch of them. But they like just left the hippos. They're like... Uh- it said in the article they were like they went they tried it like once and then the hippos were like nah and they were like all right all right <laughs> you know what that's it you guys are all right wait all well, right. how how bad could get it what's could gonna it get? happen what's gonna yeah. happen and so now there's like eighty to a hundred of them mm-hmm. presumably within the Colombian rainforest and like I was reading on and they're like you know because there's never any drought like in Africa they have to fight over the drought watering holes and- which keeps their numbers. Less They've got giant saltwater crocodiles and shit like that. But in Colombia, they don't have any of that. They don't have any predators big enough to fuck with this giant hippopotamus. It's like the scene in Narcos in Mexico, mm-hmm. right? This is I heard Miguel Angel Felix Gallardo in my head, right? Where he goes, uh, and I'm probably saying this completely wrong, but they're called uh, hippopotams. <laughs> That's just... <laughs> The only way I could read it the entire way. But like I said, reading it, I'm like, I was hoping. Where's the cocaine? Yeah, I was hoping that they found like some, because, you know, Pablo always buried shit throughout the Colombian countryside. I was Mm -hmm. hoping like one of them like rucked up like some band in like kilos of coke. And he is just, just, yeah, just losing it. Just they, they pick their head up. And there's just all over the big nose, just covered in white. And they're just, just, heads are spinning around. Absolute nightmare fuel. Could you imagine just being a Colombian farmer and you're like, well, this is my life, you know, just here I am tending my cat. Because that's what happened. A, a cattle farmer ran into one. And the thing, you know, they're, they're herbivores, but become omnivores when you're around them because mm-hmm. they'll just kill you. Like picked him up. Like, and then just, I think they said it was like 40 feet threw him fucking 40 feet in the air like broke a bunch of ribs broke his arm like 
What a shit day. I mean, maybe that one was on cocaine. But that's what I was hoping for, right? Yeah. Gigantic Pablo Escobar hippopotamus finds old stash. Equally gigantic hippopotamus sized. Yeah, pure cut process banded coke. Colombian Medellin cocaine. Yeah, eats the whole fucking palate. Just goes on absolute warpath. Finds its way up into like Ecuador or something. It's just like. 500 mile journey made it in an hour and a half. There's like a picture of him wearing like fucking aviators and like an old fucking Che Guevara hat, right? Mm-hmm. And he's now just, he's wearing like a military dress stuff. He's, he's running Nicaragua he's, now, yeah, running. He's got his own, the, he's the got his own, uh, he's got his own cartel. Cocaine hippo. Hey. Did we just give out another uh, good idea? I don't, I don't know if it's a good one, but I love it. Who's going to take down the cocaine hippo? Oh, uh, I tell you what. I'm going to write this down, though. Cocaine you know, hippo slash... Uh, what would I call it? Cocaine hippo... Um, I don't know. I got like a... I got like a... Like a like a logo idea in my head. Basically, oh. I want a picture of a cocaine hippo with like, you know, a military jacket, like like the casual jacket, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, the yeah. fucking aviators and on, and just like a dusting it. of coke on his nose. I think it's just cocaine hippo is the name of it. I just don't want to forget it. How I see him in my head right this moment. Che Guevara, or uh, who was running it for the federales in Nicaragua? Who was doing that? Um, the fucking president. Um, I see him, but whatever. All right. Man. You know, see, if we had me. the intern, if we had the intern, we could send them on this fucking. Well, you know what, you what it was. Whenever, it was... whenever we get this intern, they're already on my fucking shit list. Mm-hmm. So yeah, whoever, no, they're, they're in the doghouse. Whoever out there is listening, when you, whomever becomes our intern, uh, I got a fucking problem with you because where the hell are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's your fault that you're not here now. You should have known. Oh, this is going to drive me insane. I when we do our golf it. tournament this summer, um, Cocaine Hippo is going to be the logo. He's going to be our mascot. That's what it's going to be. The Garage Time mascot is now Cocaine Hippo. I'm in for it. I mean, so what else? I mean, let's not give away all of our trade secrets, I guess. Um you are in the midst of finding out the Nicaraguan president during the height of the Colombian drug wars. Yeah, it's driving me in my in fucking sane right now. I can see him. He's got like dark skin, uh, dark hair. It's almost like a reddish skin. It's got like crater acne face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it was the Contra affair cat. Yeah, big with the CIA. Anyways, well, I mean, speaking of. Of that, I mean, I got something else that was pretty cool while you what looked you that up. Uh, we we traveled to Mother Russia now. Mm. And I, I'm going to be very delicate on this because it's a double-edged sword on both both sides of this story are uh, not something you want to... Yeah. Manuel Noriega. Noriega. And right. I didn't even find it. I, did, I was thinking of a Rick Ross lyric in my head. And it of came course. Right I mean, when in doubt, Rick Ross, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, but so Alexei, uh, is it Navalin? Navalny? Naval- Navalny. 
Navalny. The, yes. the second N comes before the V. It's a whole. It's a of whole course thing. it does, right? So, and I'm not, I don't want to get in. So, for those of you who don't know, Alexei is a uh, political opponent to Vladimir Putin. Mm. Has been for a long time. I'm not going to talk about his politics because that's part of. I mean, both sides of this sword are are very pointy. Yeah. What I want to talk about is, for those of you who don't know, in August this past year, he was poisoned, allegedly. Mm-hmm, uh, he mm-hmm. supposedly hadn't had anything else but tea that day and was on a flight and got violently ill and was diverted and he was in a hospital, he's in a coma. And then, like, his team gets a plane from Berlin to show up to evac him out of there because they suspect he's been poisoned. The doctors, like, aren't letting him go because they're like, oh... He's too sick to travel, mm-hmm. which is code for the poison isn't done yet. Can't yep. let you save him. Anyway, so he gets out and gets better, and they they determine that, yes, in fact, he had a nerve agent, which was the exact same nerve agent that some other Russian expats and his daughter in mm-hmm. London died from as well last summer. Anyways, but they what, didn't die. Somebody else died, but they right. were saved. That's yeah, right. they got saved by him. What that brings me to is Alexei is better on the mend mm-hmm. and doing only what a Russian would do, flying back to Russia. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. on his own accord. It's like, all right, well, going home. So clearly, what happens is Alexei gets arrested as soon as he gets there for violation of, you know, his probation, which people like Amnesty International say is he's basically like a political uh, yeah. hit job on that, right? But my point is this man, knowing exactly what's going to happen, just was like, all right, going back I, to Russia. I'm pretty sure they told the Russian government told him, not necessarily that he was going to be arrested, but said something to the effect of, if you stay out of the country, you will be violating your parole, so you need to come back. Which was code for... The minute you come back, we're arresting you, regardless. But what? Dude. But it would stop him from participating in the next election, which was I don't know four years away. So I mean, I guess like you know, if I look at it from like the whole thing, I mean, you, he's already decided you know to go against Vladimir Putin and the sitting Russian president for the past twenty some years, right? So of course he would. I mean, <laughs> this isn't new to him. This is kind of what he does. But just from like a, I saw the article and I'm like. You're going back? Yeah. The I, I saw in one of the articles I read that one of one of the main opponents of Putin prior to Alexei was some other dude I can't pronounce his name. He currently challenged uh challenges Putin whenever an election comes up from Switzerland. Because prior to that, when he challenged him when he was in Russia, he spent the following ten years in prison. Once he got out, he went to Switzerland. And now from Switzerland, he goes on Twitter and goes, I'm challenging Putin for the presidency in this election. <laughs> and that's about the end of it. Provided I win. Right. Yeah. Now, wild stuff. I mean, I, I get like food, not even food poisoning. I get like, a, you know, my burger overcooked back when you, you could go to uh, a restaurant and I don't go back. Yeah. Right. This man allegedly, presumably from his from his viewpoint, was poisoned by his political opponent. And then he's like, guess I time to go home now. Yes. Like, what? What? I have an uncomfortable encounter with, like, 
a grocery store clerk that talks to me too much. I don't mm-hmm. go in that person's line ever again. Correct. <laughs> this guy. I'll, I'll return. Now, I'll go home. Only yeah. in Russia. It really is only... Well, it's only in Russia that a head of state will allegedly order the assassination of multiple people that are in... In the open. A, in the open, in adversaries' countries, with a nerve agent from the Cold War that was exclusively and only developed and only ever used by that same government and was never used by any other government anywhere else in the world. And they go, no, 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 no. I don't that know what wasn't you're talking us. about. That wasn't us. And you go, wait a goddamn minute. <laughs> never heard of it. What is this, Novichok? I, I, I don't know. I don't recognize All right. I, I'm not going to be not surprised when garage time, uh, you know what? We probably shouldn't have done this. We're probably going to cut this out because now I'm going to be, I'm going to be watching the the hits, and all of a sudden there's going to be like two in Russia, and then the next there's going to be like twelve, and then like forty eight, and I'll be like, okay, huh? I know. Oh, they're all. Where is that in Moscow? Oh, huh. where is the Kremlin located? Oh shit. Correct. So we might want to cut this out. Is what I'm getting at. Nah, nah, we'll be all right. They wouldn't dare, right? Eh, maybe. Whatever. Who cares? Come at me, Putin. Pulling you out. That was Alex. I'll fist fight you right now. That was Alex. He'll beat you in hockey. Ever seen those videos? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm less confident in my skills in that than I am with fighting the man who is uh judo chopped a bear. Um but whatever. Figured out. Um all right, so we went from cocaine hippos mm-hmm. to... Poison uh, Russian political opponents. Correct. Um, this is just brief. I don't know that I want to talk much about it, but I did see another headline. Uh, uh, Disney, the company, uh, cuts their CEO, um, uh, Iger's pay, 56% this year. Didn't he resign? Yeah, this is like his benefit shit. <sighs> they cut his salary or his payout or whatever. It is now down to $21 million. Well... He he lost over half and is still getting $21 million this year. Of his swan song package, yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah, let's uh, let's start a GoFundMe there for poor Bob. Yeah. I tell you what, I I contributed to that going away package uh, this weekend. We had like a camp out in the living room like that we'll do... First of all, uh, Santa brought the kids these really cool, like, tent bed things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told us about these. Did I, though? I thought I told you. I I thought we talked about that on the um, episode we never did when I was in the No, flux. no, no. I, I think we I don't think we published that, yeah. it. Maybe we did. Anyways, just in case we didn't, they're like these these tents that go around your bed. Like, you put your mattress in it, and it sits on your frame. Anyway, so... The wife had a good idea. Instead of like their little, they have like a little uh, fox tent that we'd normally set up. Instead of doing that, she's like, we'll just take that down. The sides open up and then it worked out perfect. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, we watched The Lion King, the remake, Very, right? The, oh. They've seen the original. So we wanted to watch the John Favreau, not live action, live action one. Yeah. So buy it. Kid, we were split between that and Jungle Book. So we buy that. Next day, the kids wanted to watch the Jungle Book live action CGI one. Mm-hmm. We buy that. As I'm going around my house um, doing something, 
I'm listening to Disney music and I'm I'm like, oh, Disney. I'm like, huh. I paid for Disney Plus. Why did I just spend $20 per movie on this? So now I'm the proud owner of two movies that I can watch for free on my Disney Plus account. Mm, So you're welcome, Bob, for all your years of making uh, tens of millions of dollars. That $40 was for you. There we go. See, we help out the little guy here on Garage Time. Um, well, off that terribly depressing note, um, I think we need to wander our way to cocktail hour, huh? Alright, pour me one, you know what? Pour me two. I feel like Tom Cruise in cocktail. <laughs> Alright, so what what do we have? What 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 pray tell Yeah Sir are we drinking today? So, uh, you know, we talked about President Putin. You know, he's up for election in four years, mm-hmm. uh, 2024. Um, we just had an election. We had a whole special on it. You know, when this comes out, I, I, you said it at the beginning. We, we don't want to talk about it, but just as a point, we got a transition of power and yada, you have one president, another president. So in all of that vein, Russian, American presidents, I figured we'd do a cocktail that's based on the Cuban president. You know, the real merging of both of our cultures together. This is, it really fantastic is. fantastic ways. It really is where we intercede. Mm-hmm. We got about Manuel 50 Noriega. fucking years ago. We got, everything's just. 60 <clears throat> years ago, the Russians and the Americans uh, came together nearly in Cuba. Indeed. And so I figured we'd do a, a, a drink that not only is Cuban, but is in fact called El Presidente. So, I mean, I think we're really just we're just binding everything up in some nice twine and delivering it uh, uh, right to us. Um, so this drink is, since it is Cuban, it is going to be a rum cocktail. It was made back in the either anywhere from the 19 aughts to the 1921, somewhere around there. And it has untold variations throughout time. Uh, it was kind of lost in the mid-century of the 1900s and has kind of been re-brought into uh, existence uh, in this new wave of cocktail uh, bars and, and whatnot. So it's a pretty simple drink, as most of them tend to be. Uh, it requires white rum or some type of light rum. Uh, Bacardi is a perfectly fine choice to use here. Um, it take it needs orange curacao, or you could use Cointreau uh, if you would like. Orange curacao is probably best. Um, you could even substitute that for fresh orange juice if you were inclined, but you kind of lose a little booziness there. And then it needs some dry vermouth, uh, particularly like a, a, a Blanco vermouth, something like a Lillet Blanc would work fine. And then a dash of grenadine, a bar spool, a bar spoon's worth of grenadine. So you take, it's about, uh, what do I have here? Two ounces of rum, ounce of the orange curacao, ounce of the dry vermouth, um, and then the bar spoon of grenadine. Add that to a shaker, or pardon me, add that to a, 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 a stirring glass. With some crushed ice and maybe a whole ice cube or two in there. Uh, stir it uh, till chilled and then strain into a chilled coupe glass. And if you would like, you can um, garnish it with a uh, orange peel, which is nice. Nice little orange fragrance over the top. Because you really don't get too much orange from the orange curacao. It's just enough citrus to kind of round the drink out. Um, uh, so I think that orange peel is definitely worth it. Um, but yeah, little Caribbean communist uh, American president drink. There you That's go. right. Hit the Cuban nightlife scene. And normally, right. you know, you you think of you know the 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 uh, Caribbean 
scene and you don't think vermouth, right? Mm-hmm. Everything is just, you know, coconuts, rum, there was pineapple. There was a very specific vermouth that had been transported from the French back in the 1800s, yada, 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 that is almost impossible to find anymore. So any light vermouth will work fine for this. But yeah, you are correct there. Yeah, this is a, this is a good one. It's definitely different. Not a huge rum guy per se. Definitely, uh, when I do, I like the lighter um, rum compared to a dark rum, just because it's easier. Mm-hmm. And I like Malibu, right? I like little umbrella drinks. I'm I'm comfortable enough to say that. Um, but this gets a seven from me. I think it's cool because it's complex that way with the with the rum. And the Curacao or the Cointreau. And then, like we said, you bring the vermouth in. So those mm-hmm. three, those three, you know, you're you're familiar with the rum and the Cointreau or the Curacao or whichever you're using there. But that vermouth, like I, I led with, really stands out and is almost like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Right? I just, I wasn't, I wasn't prepared for it. Definitely more of like, like I said, like a nighttime it's definitely a bar drink, right? Yeah. A nighttime cocktail place. This isn't, if you're in the Caribbean, don't order this sitting poolside, right? No. Just stick with your margs, stick with your daiquiris and all your other fun drinks. This is uh, like, you've just had dinner and now you're hitting up the nightlife, right? Yeah, you're you're hitting a jazz, smoky jazz bar still in your got, suit from dinner. Yeah. yeah, you've got your wide collared white suit. That's right. Right, the chest hairs out. Mm-hmm. The gold chain is there. Correct. You've got your long tip pointed shoes. I mean, you you're maybe in your maybe you're in Miami, maybe you're in Cuba. Who who's to tell? Yeah, but you're ordering an El Presidente. That's right. So and be be confident with with uh, a seven Wimbledon Woody stamp of approval on the El Presidente. All right, so. We're back from cocktail hour. Um, I wanted to bring a story to your attention that I that I saw today. Um, it made me sad to be an American, but it also made me laugh. Um, so in Australia, a pigeon was spared a summary execution by the state uh, because it was discovered or it was thought to have been somehow brought from America to Australia and their, their strong COVID restrictions and so on. Cause we are just the infectious capital of the world. Somehow this pigeon who was, a, uh, had a tracker on it and they thought was coming from specifically Alabama, uh, in the United States, they were going to execute it on the spot. And they just, they figured out that it wasn't from the U S so they didn't execute this, this pigeon, but it made me think, what if you're taking off from like Malaysia or Indonesia or somewhere in the general South, Pacific near Australia and I don't know there's a typhoon and you your plane is diverted to Australia unbeknownst to you that they're going to execute oh, you they're going to shoot you on sight that you're an American do you start like doing different accents like hey bruv no I'm not American right. <laughs> Oy, I didn't think about that god they was see I it's weird because I'm I'm glad the pigeon isn't executed but now I don't care because he's not American but at mm-hmm, first, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, cool. Well, this means war, right? Yep. You were this invested guy, in that pigeon's this life. This guy just flew all the way across the Pacific somehow. 
and you think you can just come after one of us like that and we're just going to sit here like a bunch of bitches? That's right. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Kangaroo Jack. Mm-hmm. We've started wars for less. Let's go. Oh, my gosh. Way less than that. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? Shit. Do you know what's going to... That's just what this country needed, too. A pigeon war? Just to heal the divide. It would have been like, you know, that scene in Beer Fest where there was a fight at Oktoberfest, and then they're like, oh, I hit the little kid, and everybody <laughs> just focuses their attention on the two. It would have been right. us. We were too busy killing each other here in the U.S., you could have just let us just take ourselves to hell, but you had to execute our bird. It's one of the. It's like when there's a thousand zombies out in front of you and they're all milling around, and then you drop something and they all just stop and turn their heads and face you. Yeah, and you go, ah, oh, shit. So it's That's weird exactly because I didn't, I didn't want the American pigeon to die, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of mad that it's not an American pigeon anymore, and it's mainly because I was geared up, right? Yeah, no, I, I was packing the bag. Like, and who the fuck are they? Have you seen the wildlife in Australia? Yeah, you're telling me. You're worried about a fucking pigeon? Even if it is a super infectious, super spreader pigeon, have you seen kangaroos? Like, have you seen them? They have a month or like a season that's dedicated to spiders. Because Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you look at pictures and it's like, oh, that's a bunch of fog and mist. No, it's webs across park benches and it's just coated. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every time have- someone gets eaten in the outback, and they're like, oh, eaten by a saltwater croc because they were near a river. I'm like, who fucking goes near a body of water in Australia? Are you mm-hmm. new? There's there's a lake in the heart of Australia. And if those who don't know, Australia is a literal continent. There is a lake that only fills up with water when the monsoons hit. And it's only filled for like a month. But it attaches, once it is filled, to a river that is then connected over 100 miles to the ocean. Saltwater sharks will swim hundreds of miles up a river at the exact time that this one lake fills up for one month, and then people go, like, jet skiing and shit and get eaten by sharks all the time on an inland lake. Like, the British colonized that to the effect of, oh, everything here is designed to fucking kill me. Let's just put our prisoners here. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. Let's not build a prison. You're misunderstanding me. Let's just fucking push them off the boat and get the hell out of here. Yeah, right. Unfortunately for them, people survived, right? Holy hell. Like the parasites that we are. I, yeah. Uh, but to, to get back to that, yes. Terrifying that any of you who happen to be in Bali or anywhere else down there, mm-hmm. if you get diverted... You better be ready to start swinging on sight because they're coming right. for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I'm sad that the pigeon war was stopped because I think it's what this nation needed to heal. Mm-hmm. A good pigeon war. That, that could have been written in the history books. We would have wiped the last 2020 off the map and because it would have been anchored by 2021, the start of the pigeon, the great pigeon wars. Well, it would, it would have been like hand in hand with, you know, gravest, you know... <laughs> military mistakes of all time like what's mm-hmm. his name the admiral uh, the admiral from japan right hitting pearl harbor yeah you know reading his memoirs always like oh, i don't know if i should do it i don't really want to do it but i gotta do it and then he does it and he's like ah we're fucked i knew i should oh, i immediately it. regretted that decision you know so 
killing of the Austrian Archduke Ferdinand, whatever, what's his butt? Fuck, yeah. shouldn't have done that. Would have been right next to uh, uh, Annie Oakley, right? Mm-hmm. What was uh, the fucking asshole's name with the pointy helmet from Germany? Anyway, she was there like an uh, like a the year prior to World War One breaking out, mm-hmm. and the guy was so enamored with you know her shooting that he put a cigar in his mouth and he told her to shoot the tip off of his cigar from X amount of yards or meters away. And she did. But like if she missed and she would have shot him in the face, you know. There we go. We don't have World War One. We don't have guys throwing hand grenades out of biplanes. The great, the great cigar wars. But... Australia narrowly missed the landmine. So that's right. You're that's lucky. Right. You're lucky. Now you can just deal with your, you know, kangaroos and your six foot vampire bats and pythons falling through your ceilings. Back Check to your, your boots before you put your shoes on. Cause there's going to be a scorpion in there. Back to your regular scheduled programming. Whatever. I think and this is kind of full circle. I think we touched on Australia a little bit in our first episode when we talked about the ocean. Because mm. our our thoughts, if weren't documented, are made well clear. Uh, don't ever, don't ever have any desire to go there. No. Find people, find people, but not going. No. Couldn't pay me. Couldn't. I. Pay. I you know. I would love to go see. I hear Sydney's a lovely city, minus the flying pythons and the six-foot vampire bats and the kangaroos and the scorpions in the shoes and the spider seasons. You know, if you could dome off the city, I hear it's a lovely city, but yeah, I'll pass. Get rid of everything I'll, that wants to kill me in it. Yeah. I'll Coming pass, from Detroit, you. Michigan, right? And we've learned to survive here, and I still don't want to go to Australia. There's something that I want to say, but I can't... I'm just going to look it up, and we're going to figure this out. How big... Were prehistoric, maybe prehistoric's a bad word, kangaroos. Yep. Okay, so there was, I'm not going to say it. Uh, Procoptodon is an extinct genus of giant short-faced kangaroos that lived in Australia. Yeah, so let's see. Well, okay, so they're about six foot six. Okay. I've got this thing in my head somewhere that I feel like... uh, I heard that a long time ago. Kangaroos were like the size of an F-150 out yeah, of necessity. I, I know. Yeah, I have that in my head too. I mean, I don't know how it got in there, but I mean, it is literally entrenched in there. I've probably told my children that half a dozen times. You know um, what? It's not like they're ever going to see one anyway. So, although, could be like the Sasquatch of Australia, hiding in the outback, murdering cows. Wouldn't doubt it. Wouldn't doubt it. Anyways, whatever. A marsupial lion? What the fuck is that? I got to get out of that <laughs> website. That's reading for another day. A marsupial lion. Weird. Well, I've got something that uh, I'm taking on right now. So we're doing a uh, little, you know, updates to the house. We talked about finishing the Florida room for our hibernation studio. We're, we're mm-hmm. also, I'm going to be putting in new floors in here. But we've got old you know the doors that you guys have at home yeah. and we have the same ones you know, yeah. it's like the old white wooden frame with like the thin pane of like veneer wood or whatever in the middle from mm-hmm. like the 40s 
we want to get rid of them. So this weekend I took the um, trim off all of the doors, at least on one side to measure the rough opening. Because these are old doors and a lot of them are weird sizes. So I, I'm pretty sure I need to get uh, just pre-hung doors and, and put them in. Mm-hmm. Well, I found out that all of my door jams, all the rough openings are too short. None of them are tall enough. So you can't get any new doors? I can. I'm going to have to cut open my walls above the door and raise the header about inch and a half, two inches. That's all I need to do. Is that it? Yep. Just to 11 of them. I'm about to say how many? 11? Okay. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just circular saw to your, your walls. It's one of those things that, like, it should be pretty easy, but also replacing doors in general should have been easy, mm. uh, and mm-hmm. that's not. So, and, But more I think about it, I mean, they made a whole fucking TV show of this shit, and it was called This Old House, right? The whole point of is, listen, simple tasks are not simple in an old fucking house, because everything right. is terrible. Doesn't the city in which you reside have some of the strictest uh, uh, building code, home code, uh, blah, blah, blah rules that there are? Like, I remember something where your handrail going up and or downstairs was squared and they were like, nope, can't buy the house till you round out that handrail. Yep, that was one but, of them. But they'll allow you have to have incorrect door sizes. That well, seems so like we were going to, that... I was just going to buy the regular pre-hung ones from like Lowe's and they have. Like, normally it's an 80-inch door, but they also have, like, a 78-inch door. But it wasn't available on anything. So I had to go in there and talk to the guy to find out, like, look, is this something that will be available, or do I got to look at other options? So as I'm explaining to the guy, he goes, do you live in Wyandotte? And I'm like, fuck. Yep. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. So not, uh, because that was my thought. Like, look, we're not the first people to own an old home. Right. To want to replace doors. There has to be a a market here somewhere for it. But God, man. Wait a minute small door market that's is that niche enough for us to get into like those mugs that say tea on them or something mm. can they be sold we could. on instagram we could if we release them as a set mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so we'll have to do like a bathroom door uh an office door and like a rear door i think we can even make them say things that may not even be door related right yeah i mean it could say permanent you know, markers Gets the worm on one of them. And I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! Watch out for the bees. I, Danger! Since this door is inside your home, I'm already in the home. Where are the bees? Hey, that's just what the door says, man. I don't know. I, know, I just work here. I just work I just... here. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I have to do. So I'm looking forward to cutting into lath and plaster and unveiling just. Untold amounts of more fucking headaches for myself. Mold and asbestos, yeah. Well, probably. God, not those. Uh, the, the asbestos I didn't think of. I may have to be careful on that. Um, one of them, oddly enough, so not to get too meta on everybody, but the way, if you don't know, a way a rough opening works is you have your stud, the, the stud that goes from the ceiling to the, um, to the soap plate down on the floor, and then you have one that's called like a jack stud or a trim stud. That matches up to it. And then you have to have a header that sits on top of it. So the door fits under it. And that header carries the weight. You put what's called a cripple stud. I know I didn't make up the word, but that's what it's called. That comes from the ceiling down to the top of the door. So that carries the weight outwards through the header. 
down on top of the jack studs and away from the door. The closet at our front door, the jack studs stop about an inch and a half short of the header, and Mm. the header doesn't even span across beyond the width of the door. It's just just a fucking two-by-four that is the width of the door. I'm like, God. Burn it down and start over. Get the insurance money. It's a distinct possibility. Well, I hope we'll have uh, to cut that. Your house, yeah, but say I hope your house never catches on fire. Yeah, I'll have to cut that. <laughs> I'll get legal on that. Speaking of legal, why don't you uh why don't you hit some business then? Yeah. Okay. If you guys want to email us or get in contact with us, you can do that by getting us at uh, garagetimepod at gmail.com. Uh, make sure you follow, follow us on all our socials at garagetimepod, or garagetime, I'm sorry, on Instagram uh, at garagetime, on Twitter and garagetimepod on Facebook. Um, we are trying, we're working on setting up a Patreon account. We'll get more information about that later. Um, but, you know, we're hoping to have uh, stuff there, whether it's merch, whether it's... Um, I don't know, fun, goofy, not necessarily stickers, but cocaine hippos. cozies. Definitely cocaine hippos is going to be one of the first products that is released only for somebody who donates at a dollar level, $5 level, a nickel level, whatever the hell it is. I don't know how it works. Um, but if for some reason the Holy Spirit comes and touches you and you want to give us a dollar anyways without any uh, special offer, we would surely appreciate it. Um, but outside of that, just make sure that you're following us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whatever your platform is that you uh, listen to us. Um, that's the best way to get our new episodes uh, every week when they are uploaded. Good deal. Good deal. Well, we hope uh, you found this episode of Garage Time fun and enjoyable. Um, hope you learned some stuff. Cocaine hippos. Um don't challenge Vladimir Putin to a political mm. race. Um, you can drink. Well, check with your local authority if you can drink out of your Ray Dunn mug. Don't take right. my household's word for it. Mm-hmm. Um, as these are varying degrees of yay or nays. Treated on a case-by-case basis. We learned a new word today. What was that word again, Alex? It was nussy. That's right, nussy. Today's episode is brought to you by... Nussy, get that thing out your damn nussy. Uh, use protection in your nussy. Stop moving that thing around my nussy and just pull Come, it out already. Cover that nussy up. Anyways, all right. Well, um, oh yeah, and let's stop. Let's uh, normalize dentures. That's what we got to do. Also, except for when you move them around. Yeah, yeah. Normalize ceremoniously. Normalize common fucking decency and not click and spit in your mouth next to me. But other than that, I think it was a pretty, you know, where it's almost the end of January, which means it's Mm. almost February, which means please God, hurry up. Yeah. I mean, to be, I mean, what it's, it's when this comes out, it'll be the 20th of January. Is there 30 days in January or 31? It doesn't matter. We're, We're basically about a month away from what technically is the start of March. We're a February away from from springtime. I always uh, I always use the start of pitchers and catchers reporting as my litmus test. So you've got mm-hmm. like the second week of February or third week they show up, and then the next week the rest of the players show up, and then it's like all right, spring training. Yep, here we are. Here, okay, uh, like I'm close. 
close. Right? It's when you get back into your home state from a giant road trip. Mm-hmm. Like I still got three hours, but, but I'm in the here. state. I'm in the yep. state, right? So we're not there yet, but I'm hopeful because when it does, we're going to have, you know, the cocaine hippo invitational. Mm, that's cocaine right. hippo darts league. I mean, it's going to be everything. We're, we're, we're going to come hot and fast and we're going to be shoving stuff right down your nussy and you're not going to know. What's yeah, coming, I'm going to be so. shoving up stuff up my nussy. Mm-hmm. Your nussy, hippos putting stuff up his nussy. It's everything, thing. everything. So, so be excited. Uh, look forward to it. Make it through these terrible months. Uh, everybody be kind to each other. Be great to each other. Uh, watch out if you're drinking tea on a Russian airplane. Mm. You know, all, all common sense things. But so Indeed. until then, please keep those beers cold. <laughs>